genre. Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate Spider-Man 3, if you know what I'm talking about, (laughs) one Spider-Sense tingling minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. (laughs) I'm Zach Luna. (laughs) I'm Andy Nelson from the Next Reel and Marvel Movie Minute. I'm Pete Wright, also from the Next Reel and the Marvel Movie Minute. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Um, <laughs> that was a good one, Scott. You should be proud that of that. God, that should go on a shirt, too. Somebody. <laughs> no, <in turn>. <laughs> well, today we're talking about Minute 115, uh, which begins with uh, the, uh, the, 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 British, uh, the British lady, <laughs> the British news lady, I don't know, news reporter, yeah, sure. I don't know what yeah. she is, Jennifer um, Dugan. saying that uh, he showed up just, as, uh, just when all hope seemed to be lost and ends with Eddie suggesting humiliation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, um, I, what I, what I think is funny, you know, we talk a lot about how, uh, they cut 20 pages out of this script and in doing so also removed all subtext. (laughs) And, uh, this moment where she says, just when all hope seemed to be lost that, that like the all hope is lost moment is a part of the hero's journey. Like structure of storytelling yeah, that's um, its label. And, and we literally just got out of that part of the all hopes <laughs> is lost moment of the of the script and and now we're in act three and um we're we're, we're you know the hero's returning and using everything that he's learned that's a that's a whole screenwriting structure thing and instead of like instead of using that as subtext they were just like you know why don't we just make that text? why don't we just have someone say it out loud um you're gonna and, have some uh, real so um, additional did. juicy stuff with her later too that we won't get to talk about today but holy oh, yeah. cow oh yeah yeah she yeah she really hits a lot of nails right on the head <laughs> like even yeah she even does. like yesterday's minute when she was like from out of nowhere like it was yeah. like yeah. oh yeah no we get it we we saw like yeah. oh yep. spider-man's yeah. here ah and, and it actually yeah, wasn't out of nowhere. It was from right up like 32nd Street. Like it's <laughs> it's right there. No, he, uh, he 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 he's on webs, Jennifer. Like he you know he he goes in between the buildings. So yeah. he goes along the streets. It's not really uh, anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, okay. So, so after all of this, uh, hoopla and him, uh, him, uh, Spider-Man coming on the, on the scene, he, he does that, uh, that swing up toward there and then lands directly onto MJ's cab, which just fell a few stories and he just like lands on top of it it doesn't seem like the right move but i guess i guess he didn't know that that had just happened because he was on his way well there. he certainly didn't see um, that it was such a jarring fall that it actually shook her into the front seat <laughs> she's, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah wait wh- i did not catch how did she end up <laughs> she's clearly been very busy and is trying oh, to I, I don't know what is she oh, doing boy. is she trying has she been trying to get out and we just cut yeah. all that too uh, yeah yeah 
I guess so. That was, that it's as was, if, uh, I think you're troublesome. Yeah. Uh, Sp- Spidey's entrance here is as if like you know that bit in Jurassic Park where uh, the uh, <laughs> the the vehicle goes over the edge and the Tyrannosaur paddock with the kid inside it, and then like right. Grant finds him and he's like stuck in the tree, right? Uh, yeah. It's as if like Grant got up and his like way of like reassuring Tim that everything's gonna be okay is he like kicked the side of the thing like oh, you're fine, right? Like. <laughs> Tough love. Tough love. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Oh, man. What do we think of, of CG um, Spidey here as he comes up and does his curve right before he lands on the on the car? I think he's okay. Like, uh, yeah, okay. CG Spidey is the best he ever looks in this one, basically. Like, I grade him on a bit of a yeah. curve because... Yeah. He's, he's, he's basically a, a human-shaped water balloon in the first film. Um, and then the second film... He's uh, he's got a little more weight, but not as not enough texture. Mm-hmm. And then here, I think in this film, he kind of looks the best. He's got weight and texture. And I, to- I, I yeah, you know, I think the the transitions are pretty good. I, I generally general. agree. I think this movie is it, it's a celebration of all that they have learned in the last two movies, and also all that they have yet to learn in movies that come <laughs> after it. And this sequence in particular, he's he is like he's the most gumby to my eye that he looks like and i this is the peril of the movie by minute format because it makes this sequence worse for me because he has he's wearing like flippers and like don't watch it slow just let it happen <laughs> it just looks yeah. it looks uh, to me this is the this is the one that actually stands out as like how does his back curve like that it doesn't ever curve like that anywhere else in the movie and here yeah. they make it they they give him a serious scoliosis. Yeah, I think the lighting isn't yeah. doing him the best favors in the, in the when like the music is swelling and he does the yeah. S maneuver and it's starting to drop down. That's when it's not not quite there. But in it, the it landing by, itself is like doesn't have quite enough oomph yeah, not to enough it. Weight. Yeah, right. yeah. I think <laughs> the 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 CG like model looks better on the landing. I think that looks a lot more real to True. me than in the in the air. Yeah, and it doesn't generally, move right, but. Yeah. yeah. Generally, when I talk about like the CG Spidey looking better in these ones, that's sort of what I mean is like the character model itself looks like a thing that has like muscles and bones and whatnot. Yeah. And, and it's lit okay. But yeah, I, I think maybe it's just that I'm willing to cut it extra slack because it has been so goofy in the past. Yeah, <laughs> totally agree. But it, and it yeah. also gives mm-hmm. me a really cool, like I love going back and watching this because you can see so clearly what they learned in order to give us a Spider-Man today that is like just unimpeachable. I, I, mm-hmm. I It is right. so beautiful. Like this just is a work of art of CG art and, uh, yeah. uh, and believable. Yeah. So I, I, you know, again, I give it a lot of credit it's not worth freeze framing it and just going frame by frame. Please just move along. <laughs> no. right. yeah. We're gonna let it play. This is <laughs> um I I wanna point out they didn't have to, uh, but they did put a hula girl on the dash <laughs> of this uh of this taxi and I appreciate it. I think it's uh I think it's a fun little uh just a fun little item that they just threw in there to be like, yeah, no, this this did belong to somebody other than me. <laughs> yeah, and- I just I just wish that she was one of the bobble ones, the bobblehead ones, so that as he's jostling it around, she's actually a- doing her little hula dance. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty great. That'd yeah. Be pretty great. Um, so uh, he lands and she immediately is like, Peter, they're he's gonna kill us both, or they're gonna kill us both. Um, which is an interesting thing to say. And instead of, 
again, instead of listening to MJ, which should be the thing that he should be listening to, um, it's the, one of the lessons he should have learned in this movie is just like, listen, listen to her when she talks um, instead of trying to solve the problem. Uh, she, uh, he instead is just like, I'm going to get you out of there. Like, don't worry. I'm going to get you out of there. And it's just like, that's not, she, that's not what she said. <laughs> like, right. dude, yeah. <laughs> he said, you're going to, you're both going to die. Like, it sounds like she may know more about the situation than you did than you do. I mean, she has been here for like an hour. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe she knows the whole plan. Yeah. I don't know. Um, right. How about you let her talk there, Peter, buddy? Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole men are from Mars moment. Like he just he's a blunt instrument, and she needs yeah, sure she is. needs some uh, she needs a listening ear. She doesn't get it. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of blunt instruments, uh, Venom shows up and uh, with his little like monkey cackle um, <laughs> thing, like rabid monkey cackle, uh, and and kicks him through the top of the taxi, turning it into a convertible. And uh, instantly battle damaging uh, the costume yeah. in the process. Right, right. Uh, which I is, actually uh, really like this uh, attack just because I, it's it clearly is so violent that it rips the whole top of the car off. Like, I, and I think that is just something really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you know in in the context of uh, just kind of getting us kick started with this action sequence. It's like, wow, okay, we're gonna. We're really jump right in. Yeah. And it's yeah. like the type of action beat we haven't seen before with like Spidey and a villain. Like we have seen Spider-Man like uh, cars get thrown at him or pieces of cars get thrown at him or all sorts of things. Uh, but we've never seen somebody hit him so hard that like a car shears apart. Like right. that's there's yeah. something tactile <laughs> about that. That's that's new and interesting. Um, and it comes yeah. out of nowhere. Right. <laughs> Well, it's, it's really yeah, good. and, and Spider-Man um, is such an, uh, like, an, uh, he's a scalpel of a character. The way he moves, the way he slides through buildings and swings around. And, and it's a nice beat that demonstrates the, the central difference between Eddie Brock's Venom and, and Spider-Man is just, he's a brawler. He's ripping stuff apart, uh, mm-hmm. you know, at, a, at a, just a brute level. Uh, and I think it's great. It's a great introduction here. Yeah. Yeah. I like and, it. Uh, yeah, I mean, Peter's lucky that you know he was able to actually hold on to the car. I mean, he he gets knocked with such force that he's practically thrown off the back right. of it. It's uh, it actually works really nicely. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a good job of disconnecting the skin from the uh, the suit this time around. Yeah. Um, in the last f- couple of films, they would show like skin injuries under like ripped. Uh, costume and it would be obvious that the costume and the skin were the part of the same material <laughs> um, that they were attached uh, and it was uh, it was kind of off-putting uh, but they it looks like they did a good job of like uh, separating those a little bit better yeah. um, or at least layering them in some way that uh, it's not so obvious that that's what it yeah. is um, I uh, so yeah so we get we get uh, we get venom here uh, and uh, he pulls his uh, mask back to reveal that he's Eddie Brock. Um, I really, I, I didn't mind this look in the alley. I do not like it at all here. Yeah. Um, this, this sort of like weird thing where it's like pulling back his eyebrow and stuff. Um, I don't know why it can't just come off his head. Like, I don't, I don't know why it needs to be like still sort of like pulling his skin back. And I don't know why he needs to have fangs. Yes. Um, <laughs> All of all of that stuff is just like I, you didn't need any of that. Like you, you could have just had it be him. Like mm-hmm. it, 
That's enough. He doesn't need to have fangs. He doesn't need to because he just looks like a dog boy. He doesn't even like. Yeah. He doesn't look like, like a vampire or anything like that. He just looks like a dog boy. Yeah. <laughs> there is nothing good about what they did with with Venom in this film. I have so many problems with this. <laughs> Topher Grace is one of them. I think he can act in some things, but I, I just uh, oh, he's, that's fine he's, words, man. I think one of my biggest problems is weirdly his voice. And I know you guys have probably talked about Topher quite mm. a bit, but his voice when it's coming out of Venom just it doesn't work for me I, I needed some better manipulation with his voice to actually mm-hmm. make it you know yeah more threatening as opposed to just Topher Grace talking yeah I personally um I think that I I actually like Topher Grace as uh for, you know if they're gonna do this with Venom I think Topher Grace was the right choice because I like him as like an anti-Peter Parker character mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's like, he's mega Peter and I, I like that as a take for Venom. Um, you know, and now that it's not the only take on Venom that we have, like, okay. I mean, I can, I can, I, I can see what they were trying to do here and I can respect, uh, their intention and, uh, it doesn't all work. I think that the fangs are a dumb choice. I think this pulling his skin back so he looks like Pee Wee Herman when he's playing with scotch tape is a stupid. <laughs> that, that's a stupid idea. Um, I think that's dumb. Uh, but I I like Topher. I really do, and I think that he is playing accurately to the way that the character was portrayed like early on before he when he was a villain villain before he became like anti hero yeah. Venom. He was very smarmy and and kind of a a weird like trickster character he was like an evil trickster character and he would he would kind of act like this and he would be like a little snot mm-hmm. um at, in those first few first few appearances and so i think that's largely what sam is basing this off of because i doubt he read a great many venom comics when he made this um he probably read like two <laughs> and was like yeah i get it um and <laughs> And, and based on those two comics, I largely don't think that he's incorrect. Like even the look of the character is is based very much on those first few appearances of Venom. Well, he doesn't have the big um, Mark like, Bagley jaw thing yet, where right. his mouth is open right, yeah. all the right. time. Venom. He was just like smiley right. guy. Right. Exactly. And that's kind of I think that's what he's he's basing it off of. And. Basing it off of that is pretty accurate. I mean, granted, Topher Grace isn't a bodybuilder the way Eddie Brock is, but I always thought that was stupid. <laughs> um, I that's that's just a dumb '90s meathead mm-hmm. thing, uh, power fantasy. Like I I don't I have no interest in that being in a movie. Um, and I so like I like that they're turning him into nega peter parker and it's just like what if Peter Parker had all of the power and none of the responsibility and that's a good interpretation of this character, I think, mm-hmm. to me. Um, I, I think that there's a lot of things about what's happening here that largely do not work, but I think that that's script problems, and I don't think that has anything to do with Topher Grace. I think he is doing the absolute best. I think he's doing a really commendable job with what he's been given, which isn't much, honestly. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like for Topher, it's like uh, it's strong conceptually, and he's given it his all. He's just not being served or being actively undercut by a lot of other decisions, like the design of the costume that he's wearing and the situations mm-hmm. he's introduced in. Like much earlier in the film, we talked about how, like Eddie's first 
few scenes in the movie, you're like, oh, like, this guy, if you just, like, sit down and see what the character's doing, it works quite well. But his very first appearance is so bad that you almost are unwilling to give him that, like, benefit of connecting to this new take because his first appearance is so perfunctory and so weird at the crane thing. He's just like shoved in there. It's so bad that that, you know, that doesn't serve him very well. The, uh, the fact that he doesn't have a like cooler, deeper voice when he's got the symbiote all over him doesn't serve him very well. Like the, in the alley scene and what he's, the fact that his plans don't make sense and what he's doing, none of that serves him well. So we get this thing where like, yeah, you could say, Venom doesn't work in the movie, but I don't know if you could say that, like, it was a bad call to do this type of Venom. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think the idea is sound. It's just the execution is the part that is uh, problematic because... Like the fangs. (laughs) I think all all of the pieces are here. All of the pieces are good, I think. It's just that when you put them all together with the 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 the, the choices that they make visually and uh, audibly, it it breaks it. Um, and and like the script isn't very good, uh, and so you you end up with something that is uh, uh, problematic. But I don't think I don't think the idea of it, the concept behind it, was a bad choice. I really it don't. was just the fangs. The fangs really were. The, <laughs> and, and I think the fangs, the fangs are terrible. The fangs get yeah. in the way of uh, Toby or of uh, uh, Topher yeah. uh, mm-hmm. being able to actually play the part, and it, and it, instead it imbues yeah. him with this like hissy thing that he has going on, and it's just not. It it is too literal an interpretation of venom. Like yes. oh, he must be poisonous and have you know fangs with poison in them. That's what I keep hearing, and it's a problem because I actually yeah. I'm with you guys i like uh topher i i've always been a, a fan of his work i think he's he's generally good i i like the uh and i li- actually like the character design here of the suit like even the pulley back eyebrow thing uh we get a better ah. sense of it at uh, oh. right around 49 seconds where i i really like the way the tendrils are still moving in and around his shoulders you know i think that's really that i do really, really cool. like yeah. um and, and, yeah. and I, the problem with with some of his his choices here are that you know it, like uh, my spider sense is tingling, and he kind of has this move where he he moves his arm up, and and he's kind of like a an old fashioned stage magician, you know, where he's like, ooh, if you know what I mean, it feels like it's a bad magic show. And what I wanted is Ricky Jay, you know. What I got is Venom <laughs> the Great, you know, and it's just not mm-hmm. that part doesn't doesn't line up, and so. I this is one of those for me when when I was younger it was all you know yeah you, you ask at the dinner table do you, would you rather fly or be invisible and for us it was would you rather you know radioactive spider peter parker or venom and i was always venom this is the better character like it's cooler oh. and lack of responsibility and strength is awesome and let's go <laughs> mess some stuff up uh and that probably says way too much about me uh that i should have stopped talking a while ago but still uh, i i'm i think that's why i'm an apologist i think more than many others about you know the character of venom because i wanted it so badly in this movie yeah well and here's here's another issue i have with it that um i don't know maybe it doesn't bug you guys either but uh, for for the characters and i know this is something that they were doing so much in these spider-man films but like removing the mask because you wanted to have uh toby uh performing as as peter 
And, and so they, they're always taking their masks off in these films. And right. that's another thing with Venom here. And it's like, give me, if you're going to give me Venom, give me Venom. Like we, we see him as like the toothy Venom so rarely in this film that it's really disappointing that, it, I mean, yeah. most of the time when we have Venom, it's not, it's just, it's, it's Topher and he's just kind of got these terrible teeth and it just, it, it really frustrates me with, with what they ended up doing with this I would character. I say though, yeah. Andy, not, yeah. not to disagree with your point because you're absolutely right. It just reeks of contract negotiation, like minutes of screen time. And so they have to take the masks off and that mm. it, it is frustrating. Mm. I don't think that many people are actively thinking thinking about that when they're watching the movie. I think that's, there's a certain sort of, um, you know, there's a certain sort of movie nerd class that's thinking about that. I don't think most people are thinking about that. I think they're fine watching the mask off. But if you're going to mask off, it it would be good if the face we see doesn't have fangs and eyebrow shenanigans. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, and, and yeah. I would say, you know, in, in defense of Andy's point, uh, the Venom in this case is a character who's, who's where the character is centrally defined by what the face looks like, and that face is not Topher Grace. And so right. that I absolutely right. get that. Saying, you right. know, but still, um, that Topher, you know, he's a cutie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A bad face to look at. I don't, know if, I don't know if you guys knew this, but John Paxton I originally read for this role, so I don't oh, know we, wow. what we could so, have had. Oh. You know, yeah. Oh man, just five degrees off from perfect, <laughs> as we've always said. This film, we're we're so close. <laughs> My spider sense is tingling. If you know what I mean, <laughs> sir. <laughs> If I may, Peter, I'm going to steal this your is, girlfriend. I can't get out of my head. We got to go back. Somebody has to redesign the hero poster for this movie and make it Paxton as Houseman. <laughs> That's what I, that would have brought people into, into the theater. Yeah, they're like, well, I, I got to see. Uh, I got to know. The uh, the magician quality that you're talking about with the, uh, if you know what I mean, thing, mm. I think it comes from the fact that he is stiff as a board because he can't move in this costume <laughs> yeah um i i really think that's what it is the only thing that he can move is like his arm and yeah. his fingers yeah you're right uh, and so he's doing his best but like he is stuck like it's almost as if they've directed him like okay you actually can't move if you move the costume <laughs> will fall apart so you can't move he's like well what am i supposed to do and so he made a choice <sighs> and he tried his best but yeah it doesn't it doesn't it looks like it's not it, it, like he's not trying very hard yeah. mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and and i think that that's a side effect of him not actually being able to move well, in this costume well especially when he you know when he web zips uh mary jane into his into his right hand there it it's she then has no weight at all like it is just an effortless thing yeah. it it's it, to your point to, it takes away all sense of sort of realism yeah, yeah it's, it's a weird sure. thing when you are like portraying super heroic feats on screen and that the the physics still have to feel somewhat like we're in it you know like we were talking about spidey doing his flip up here the other day that like it breaks the how physics would probably really work at that moment but at least we get that cool feeling of doing the loop-de-loop on like a swing set or something and now i feel like oh that's really cool and he flies up like you can uh, you can fudge things a little bit but if the per the person doesn't have any weight anymore if even if you have a super strong thing super strong being picking them up i have to feel like the actual effort was taken there you know what i mean Mm -hmm. 
And mm-hmm. none of that is there. It just feels like the woman is being lifted up on wires. I don't think right. the the creature is grabbing her. And I right. need to feel that. Yeah. Especially here. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's uh we've also been talking about how uh how great uh Eddie's uh vision is uh from earlier in the movie and then the little girl's vision <laughs> Uh, as well, and uh, here we get the uh, the group of New Yorkers reacting to Spider Man getting hit and then uh, thrown down, and they all react to it. And uh, I don't know how they're seeing any of that. That is like that's like yeah, these thirty are like stories 70, in the air. Oh, they're like yeah. seventy yeah. some right. floors, aren't they? I mean, yeah, they're yeah. Really they're, 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 I mean, they're really far up there. There's no way yeah. they could see one man hit another man from all the way down there, especially when they're on top of a car that if you're looking up, you can only see the bottom <laughs> they're, up. They're actually mudjacking this building as we should deal with this scene. It's growing from the bottom up. That's actually what's going. <laughs> yeah. It is getting bigger uh, by yeah. the second. Like that, that taxi was much further below (laughs) that dump truck earlier. Right. Like, uh, it has, it has been risen back up again for a good comparison. (laughs) Like around 42 seconds, we have like the shot where, um, Spidey's getting his wrists, uh, symbiote webbed down or whatever. Mm -hmm. And over Spider-Man's shoulder, you can see the street with cars in it. Right. You can see a little taxi cab by his, uh, left, by his right forearm. basically. So imagine Mm -hmm. two people standing next to that taxi cab fighting like can we tell what's going yeah. on down there on the street no no, no <laughs> right, not exactly. remotely. yeah not remotely Th- that's also not shot because you don't actually see any crowd you just see <laughs> just, yeah, a couple empty. cars down there <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's a very weird uh thing that they've kind of built going back to that crowd shot though i i just have to uh call out our cop that didn't react at all earlier mm-hmm. now he's looking the opposite direction like he's talking <laughs> to someone behind him or something <sighs> And has like he's not paying attention at all to what's going on. <laughs> he, was, he was waiting for lunch, is what that guy was doing. He was like, "Oh man, whose whose family member was he? Like, <laughs> right. at, like how was he up front? Like, how did they not move him to the back? I don't know. It's so funny. I, I also yeah. love the the lady uh, very edge of the of screen left." who's got like weird like medical blue gloves on or something like i don't quite understand what she's doing with that kind of blue yeah. glove that she's pointing with i think she's a paramedic i'm pretty sure mm. oh yeah maybe maybe she's just yeah. got a, it looks like she's got a rather billowy sleeve but yeah she could be a paramedic you know yeah i think she's wearing like a like a paramedic's medical like glove, bomber jacket yeah. like a and then a medical glove yeah okay that makes yeah. more sense yeah, yeah. But, gaggle of uh, um, it's an interesting crowd lots of great face reactions oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah uh but yeah i do i love this uh leap down onto his chest i think that's fun i think they've done a good job of uh building up venom's physique believably based on where topher grace was before this happened to him you know mm. um you know he's not like this crazy hulking thing but he is bigger about twice the size that he was when he was just Eddie. Um, so I, I like that. Uh, he's got a, you know, defined uh, uh, back V. Yeah. I wish um, he didn't have those weird is, claws and stuff, but the, well, for, for this take on the character, I yeah. think this is the appropriate, like um, dimension to, to have venom in. Yeah. The claws are weird. I mean, I think I really think the claws are just like this weird Sam Raimi thing because I mean, he, it's like a dead eye, dead eye <laughs> hand. Yeah, um, that's weird. Yeah, really yeah. strange. It's like we worked yeah. backward from that uh, gag last week in the taxi cab with the like 
glove. Like, oh, I just want I just want a creepy looking hand and uh <laughs> for that one shot. That's all I need. Go from there. Ah, oh, look at him. Yeah. Right. He's so like gross. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's those teeth. And then uh, of course the unmasking. This is where you know Toby needed right. his face mm-hmm. uh, right. to be seen too. And uh, not for uh, like I, I again I, I'm just going to bring this up again yet another thing that Eddie Brock knows that he shouldn't know because as far as we know in this movie the symbiote does not uh, transfer knowledge the way that it does in the comics um, that is never explained in this movie so uh, wh- how does Eddie Brock know what Spidey sense is um, right oh my just, god it's yeah yeah that's it, it's another one of those things that I. I just like I um, I wonder how many people were are thinking about as they watch this thing. It never really bothered me until just now, and now it's all <laughs> I can think about. Yeah, <laughs> it's also well. I mean, there's a there's a lot of that. I mean, you know, we brought up uh, we brought up last week with our guest there. Like he shouldn't even know who Mary Jane is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. right. That's a, the yeah, only well, that... the only way he would know who Mary Jane is is if this symbiote transfers knowledge, yeah. but that is never established in this movie. Yeah, it, it needs you to know how Venom works already, but doesn't actually give you that, and then doesn't do all right. of the things Venom does. So it's this weird middle ground where it's like, well, does the symbiote have its own like personality and its own wants and needs, uh, and does it retain memories and stuff, or is it just a, you know, kind of an angry uh, uh, creature thing that's latched onto them? But I guess it can teach people what Flint Marco's face looks like and what the deal is with his daughter. And it can also tell him, you know, who Mary Jane is and where to find her. And it can also give him information about his spidey sense. Like, there's no moment in this where we have that thing where they talk about Venom's a more dangerous uh, foe for Spider-Man because he doesn't set off his spidey sense because the... Uh, the symbiote, you know, used to be lashed onto Peter. That's a thing in the comics, and it it works for like extra, um, like danger uh, and stakes uh, when you're dealing with Venom. So we have here a thing where it kind of functions that way, but we don't know about that. Like he thinks right. it's fine, and then Venom's able to sneak up on him and smash the top of the car off, and he's like caught off guard. And his spidey sense should have helped. Right, him. didn't. And then right after that beat, they reference the spidey sense again. But we don't have any, mm-hmm. like, s- support for that or structure or anything. It's just, I don't know, Venom stuff happens now. Yay. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's a really good point. They, they don't actually, there's nothing that establishes a consistent set of rules. And mm-hmm. thankfully for mm-hmm. them, because they weren't going to follow the rules anyway, clearly. <laughs> yeah, but they needed yeah. rules. Like, that's, the, that's exactly. the thing. This movie needed rules, and they're not using any. And it it, I think it's at the detriment of the film. I mean, there's lots of things that are at the detriment of this film. Um, but that's, that's definitely, uh, one of them for sure. Well, it's all, all of that stuff I think went out the window when they threw out all those other pages as well. You yes. know, they yes. just were, were scrambling and like, well, we, we're not going to be able to worry about that because we just need to get, you know, from, from this point to that point. So we'll just have right. to do it and not worry about stuff like Spidey sense. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Are there any moments no, well. where Spidey sense happens in this? In this film? Uh, not that they make reference to that I can yeah. think of. Like, he dodges some um, things, but we don't have that that really cool Raimi effect where, like, the we have that sound, yeah. that, like, ringing, and the, yeah. Yeah. 
I don't think that happens. I miss um, it. It doesn't happen. Film. Oh yeah, it was, it was, for, for some reason, my head said it happened when when Harry attacks him, but I, it it completely yeah. doesn't. Oh, unless maybe that's what that sound effect was, where we heard the 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 high pitched noise when he's oh, when he goes through the crane going goes through yeah. the crane parts and stuff. Like maybe that's what that was supposed to be. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Um, if we're, it's an odd yeah. use of the spidey if we're sets, sitting here but, wondering yeah. what yeah. that sound was, I'm going to say <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely didn't. Um, but a lot of things. Uh, Spider-Man 3, it didn't work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's about all um, I got. Yeah, I think that's all I got. Yeah. Uh, guys, thanks so much for joining us this week. It's been great. Oh, it's a real pleasure. Yeah, it's yeah. been a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Um, one more time, where can people find you? They can uh, find out our, about our podcast, uh, the Marvel Movie Minute, over at marvelmovieminute.com, where we're talking about the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe one minute at a time. Iron Man is in the can. They can hear that whole season, and we are gearing up for the incredible Awesome. Hulk. Nice. Can't wait. Um, all right. Well, uh Guys, if you want to hear more from us, you can uh, check us out on our Patreon page. It's uh, duelinggenre.com slash support. Go there and uh, become a Patreon member and uh, you'll get uh, all of our movie reviews as well as the Weekend Bugle, Zach and I sort of... Uh, uh, Extracurricular. Uh, yeah, extracurricular stuff um, where we talk <laughs> about all kinds of uh, superhero uh, films and uh, TV and, and things like that, along with lots of uh, extra bonus Spidey content like animated series and the like comics, of course, um, and all sorts of things. So you're definitely going to want to listen to that because we've got some uh, we've got some cool stuff lined up. But uh, check that out. That's uh, duelinggenre.com slash support. We only ask for $3 a month. It's nothing. You won't even notice it's gone. So become a Patreon supporter. It helps us out so, so much. You have no idea. And uh, we will be back on Monday with Minute 116. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>